Welcome to episode 17 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today we're talking to Luke from Sayity Socks. Happy New Year and enjoy the show. You okay? Yeah, you right? Yeah, just had a very fucking stressful day. What uh, happened at DHL on the end? Did they, did they rebooked you or what? No. <laughs> no, no. They're, they're cunts, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're, I'm fucking absolutely livid about it, mate. It's just a fucking joke. Um, how they function on a fucking day-to-day basis is beyond me. Um, but anyway, it's fucking... Have you managed to rebook it with someone else or what? No, well, I mean, the, the, the problem is, is if I go and book it with someone else... Hang on, I'm just trying to print something. Um, if I go, the next cheapest option is FedEx, mm. and that is £140 more. So bear in mind, I've already lost out on 180 quid. Mm. I can't, I, I just can't that's fucking a, That's a bit appeal, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So but it's just fucking ridiculous. The fact that they were like, oh, but it's been too long since you booked it in. It's like, yeah, but that's your fucking fault. That's yeah. not my fault. Like, it's and now I have bonkers, to wait it? fucking up to seven working days over Christmas with bank holidays and shit like that. And for them to go, oh, hopefully you'll get the refund by, uh, by the new year. Well, they booked Are you, you in for joking? a recollection, though. They managed to do that in the end. No, they were like, they, they were like, uh, you have to cancel it and then book in another collection. So pay for another fucking collection. Oh, they're wankers, aren't they? Yeah, that's fucking bullshit, mate. They shouldn't take you on to have you, have you given them a lovely trust pilot review? Uh, I have, but I'm going to update it. Um, to I've reflect. got to update my BT one. Yeah because we're still not connected and they're not sending an engineer, despite it being listed as high priority, they're not sending mm. an engineer until the 5th of January. Jesus, that's high priority, isn't it? Yeah, so um, that means that they've been without uh, a phone line since the 2nd of September, so it's four months. Jesus. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, I spoke to I mean, the lady. Ho- ho- hopefully, I'm not waiting that long for this fucking passport no. to be picked up. <laughs> I said to the lady I was speaking to, I said, um, can you see when this all started? Because they, they always keep saying they're going to ring me back, and they never do. Fucking yeah, yeah. And I said, can you... Um, I, I'm, I'm, like, quite dogged. I'll ring them every every day, and I have called them every day. I said, can you just uh, look back on my account and see when this first started? She went, yeah, sure. And she looked at it, and she went... Shit, <laughs> I said. Mm. I know it's pretty bad, isn't it? She was like, "It's awful." And so I said, "Yeah, well, we're obviously expecting compensation." She, she said, "Yeah, you'll get." Yeah, um, that, that's that's what I said to DHL earlier. I was like, "This is ridiculous. It's supposed to be a next day service. You've mm. waited two weeks, taken my money, fucked me about, not even bothered to respond to my emails, to my fucking messages on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and then you come back with a fucking lie." Mm. Telling me you tried to collect it and I refused it. That's the driver's words that I it's refused the collection. It? I was it like, I was fucking, and it's time stamped. It was at 12.57 on the 12th of twelfth uh, of December. I was like, I was fucking there. I didn't have the dogs with me either, so I wouldn't have even been out. No, they're like, wankers. You fucking pricks. But yeah. Um, yeah, listeners, fuck DHL. And fuck BT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them too. Them too. 
far. Although, please don't cut off the internet uh, halfway through the podcast. That would be a bit inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. You're all right, anyway. I've, I've just launched fucking straight into my uh, tirade. No, you were right, man. That is good. Yeah, um, I was literally just leaving my other job, and um, I just jumped in the car, and DPD pulled up. And I know the DPD driver really well because I get a lot of stuff yeah, to yeah. from him. And he gave me my Rallowise order. Oh, right. Uh, was it like I ordered Tuesday last week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sweet. I've got a question for you. Go on. Um, I was speaking to Jack from Old Elton's. Hi, Jack. You're a cunt. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, the, that word gets said so many times on this podcast now. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> when, I, when I'm editing it, I'm just like, I'm just, I can't even be asked to bleep it out. An expletive warning on the fucking Epro episode releases. And yeah. Well, I said, I said, I sent him a voice message. I said, yeah, I was waiting for Rala to turn up. And he sent me a message back and he was like, Rala? And I was like, yeah, Rala. He went, you mean Rala? And I went, no, Rala. It's Rala, isn't it? Mm. And uh, so I said, well, I'll put it to you because you're Northern. So you've got Mm. a way of saying things. Is is it Rala or Rala? I say Rala. You say Rala because you don't say, uh, you don't say a swimming gala, do you? Yeah. Okay, right. I'll tell him he's wrong. I'll tell him e- now. E- even if Jack, you're wrong. It's because he's Welsh. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. He's too. He's too far. He's too far um, west for his own good. <laughs> oh, you about to say something else? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I picked the wrong t-shirt colour. I've dressed as my room. Look, I even matched the bed. Look. For the uh, for the listeners, obviously you can't see this, but uh, I won't say that you might be able to see it when we release a snippet. But part of it is basically just a floating head and arms. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Oh. Right, anyway, um, I was running a bit late, so apologies for that. Um, which means we can't let to dive straight into it. <clears throat> we are recording. I'll let you off. Yes, is Luke waiting? Is he? He is waiting. Yeah. So we've got um, Luke from Saty Socks. Mm. I think that's how you say it. We'll find out in a minute. Yep. Um, I thought, yeah, probably ask him that first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, unless it's one of those like Irish names that's just like, yeah, you know. <laughs> also, oh, like Siobhan. Yeah. Sioban. Yeah, Sioban. <laughs> Sounds Japanese, actually Irish. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, let's get him in. Let's get him in. Hello. Hey, man. Oh, check out that microphone. How's it going? <laughs> Can you hear it okay? I've never done this whole, like, setup on Zoom before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, sound perfect, brilliant, mate. mate. You sound brilliant. Perfect. Are, you a mu- are you a musician by any chance with the, with, with the email app and oh, your no, professional microphone? I have changed it. <laughs> <laughs> now. Oh, how's things, mate? You all right? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Um, yeah, sorry for changing up the time and stuff. Thanks for making yeah, no, it that's work all right. at that's this all right, point. Mate. I'm um, Pam, right. by the way. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Nice to meet yeah. you. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, good. I'm actually down at my parents' house at the moment in Exeter. Um, oh, that's a long ways away. Yeah, yeah, for Christmas. Um, I've got like a decent stint off, so I just came down early. And uh, yeah, it's nice. Chill. Awesome. Good work. Good work. Yeah, awesome. I, I, I stopped for Christmas today. Uh, did you? Yeah, I'm not going back until January. I'm not doing anything until January. That's it. Anyone who messages me or anything, 
they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> that's yeah, not my nice. that's not my auto response, by the way. It's not. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you want to order fifty t-shirts? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> But no, yeah, you still want customers when you come back in January, so yeah, yeah, probably not the best thing to put. Yeah, I, I, I said to myself, "What was it last uh, this Friday? Just gone." I was like, "I'm finishing up today," and then I popped in uh, over the weekend. And I was like, "Fuck, I've got so much left to do. I've got so much fucking reclaim and cleaning and shit like that." And I was just like, oh. "But I'll get it done between Christmas and New Year." So, are you uh, finished okay. up for Christmas now? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Things have been like so hectic leading up to it, and then now it's mm. like all of a sudden it's stopped, and it's one of those situations where you just can't wait for it, and then it hits you, yeah. and you're like, I don't know what to do when I've got nothing to do. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Um, what's your um? What's your day job? It's a good question. Um, it's <laughs> it's changed a lot over the years. Um, but yeah, I use I recently was working for bim are we actually recording the podcast now yeah we are it, okay. it does get edited so we can you know so i can watch what i say if uh well i was working for a music school basically um and i've just finished doing that because pre-covid i was doing a lot of touring um i'm a drummer and then post-covid uh that started to come back you know touring stuff um and with the job I was in it just didn't allow me to do both um so it's like okay decision time to sort of sack off the current day job and yeah go back to doing music again and I do other stuff you know lots of little bits on the side like I teach drums privately and do like some social media stuff and stuff like that but um yeah i i was working as like a event person basically at a music oh, school right. awesome awesome yeah are you um so is are you in a specific band then or are you more just doing session stuff then um i saw so like for about 10 years pretty much i played in one band and yeah. it, during that time obviously when you're doing it and you just like most of your friends end up being people who also play in bands obviously because you just meet people through it and so yeah. I did a lot of sort of filling in for friends bands and that sort of thing um and then my main band took a break from touring after covid because it was just so bloody horrible like it was for everyone yeah. um so now I'm just doing filling in for people just getting involved in other projects and playing with different bands and artists and i just want to do that more because it's reminds me of being like 15 again when you just play in 20 bands because yeah because because you do and it's and so yeah going into sort of next year i'm just gonna start yeah playing with lots of different people and just trying to get out there and do it again so i miss it i plan on playing with lots of people next year but not music wise (laughs) (laughs) nice to get that I've that's got... the um uh the new year's resolution is it yeah 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 just play play with more people yeah <laughs> good one much more bum holes yeah <laughs> no i've got a few mates who um who do a lot of like um session playing and stuff like that um okay. a few of them who went to uh the aforementioned uh music school okay but, yeah uh, you're about yeah, yeah i mean a lot of people have 
been churned out for it yeah on in come out the other end and yeah, yeah I, I very nearly went years did ago. you yeah yeah when i first moved to uh to the city it's in <laughs> let's yeah. leave it nameless <laughs> um and yeah just opted against it and just essentially stuck to kind of doing open mics and taking gigs wherever i could and stuff like that and yeah okay so are you still playing yeah. then not really to be honest no it's, it's it has draft it drifted a lot more into kind of just like an occasional hobby rather than a, a serious interest sort of thing it's you know i still love music and that i just don't have time for it man like you it's know hard, i run a screen it? printing business I, you know I've, I've got the brand i've got my family like you know I love I'm how you job, said the brand before shop. family. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's you know they're 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 a constant, aren't they? That's not work. It's just it it takes up time. You know. Yeah. It's um you know the 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 work stuff is the thing that kind of takes over extracurricular hobbies, I guess. You know. But, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like being an adult, isn't it? It's just mm. all of a sudden you don't have time for anything. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to have loads of time. Like, Do you? Yeah. What's, I just, what's your secret? I'm just really good at telling people no. <laughs> Someone asked me to do something. No. Can you do this? No, I don't want to do that. Can you? Oh, you free this data cup? No. I just I just don't say yes to anything unless I really want to do it. That's re- that's really the secret, I think. It's a yeah, it's a skill in itself. Yeah. To be able to yeah. do that. What is it that you do? Do you both work at the same screen printing, or do you do separate stuff? No, no, um, we're not. We're we're about like an hour and a bit away from each other. Um, so I I work uh I work in a leisure park. Oh, okay. My sort of day job is, um, but then sort of I print every sort of moment I'm at home. I've got a studio attached to the house. Um, so I print sort of every every evening. If I've got jobs on till sort of three four in the morning, then 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 go to go to my other job, and then the weekends if I get a weekend off, I go and do that and. Helps yeah. a cyborg. He doesn't sleep. I was going to say, you just said you've got loads of time. No, well, no, I don't. You've got any time? Well, no, but I've got loads of time to do the things I want to do, like which is the printing. So I've got loads yeah, of time. Yeah. Like, I, I never feel like I haven't got the time to do the things that I want to do. If that makes sense. I always, yeah. sort of, always sort of make time. I also have this thing which I've done for like probably getting on for eight years, eight ten years now, where in January. I will look before I go back to work or anything. I'll look at my diary. If I've got things planned in already, they get excluded. But then I'll pick a week somewhere, like towards the middle to the end of the year, normally like September time, and I put no in the diary. And that is no matter what anyone asks me to do or any event anyone asks me to go to, it's no on that week. And I just have a, it's called my week of no. So I will have a week where I do absolutely nothing. Like and I and I book it in at the start of the year, so I've got something to look forward to towards the mid to end do. I know it sounds I know it sounds mad, but I it's like that. I'm I'm buying I'm basically buying future me some time to to do nothing. I'm into it, but when mm. you say nothing, is it literally like? Do you well, mean nothing is in no work. No, no work. I don't make I don't make any plans for it at all. Right. So if if I want to do something during that week. And it's like a hundred percent for me. I'll do it, but I won't do anything for anyone else. Um, and if I want to sit in my pants and eat a pot noodle and, and play Zelda, that's what I'll do all week, and I will do that all week. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I mean, it sounds the, great. The week of no, you need to, you need to implement the week of no. It, I didn't start off with a week. It started off with like two days. 
Okay. Like I picked, I picked two days, and I was like, right, this two days, I'm doing absolutely nothing, and then it sort of progressed to who knows. By the time I'm like forty, it will be maybe a month. <laughs> September of no. is the month of no. Yeah. <laughs> September no. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could you could just go with the easy option and go November. Oh yeah, I wasn't thinking that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Quite. From, okay. By the time I'm forty. I'm uh, I'm having November <laughs> yeah. and I'm not You're doing anything. November. November. Yeah. <laughs> I've decided it's happening. Brilliant. Ugh. Brilliant. Oh, anyway, um, we've, uh, <laughs> we've got a bit sidetracked there. Um, Standard. Before we kind of dive into a few questions for you, do you want to um, tell us who you are, what you do, what your brand is? Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm Luke and I kind of run a small independent sock company called Saity Socks, but no one really knows how it's pronounced. And some people call it <laughs> We were literally talking about this before you yeah. came on. Don't ask me, say- I have no idea. Is it Saity like deity then? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Saity makes most sense to me. I've done it, I've like looked it up, and I think it might technically be Saity, but whatever, doesn't matter. Saity or Saity, whatever, yeah. Now, now we've brought that. You may as well tell us what what does it what does Saity mean? Is there, is there a story behind it? And what, what does I it mean, mean, there's not a massive story behind it, really. Um, Saity means to be kind of like to be individualistic, um, and to be sort of yeah peculiar or unique is what it means, um, and. It kind of fitted, I don't know, what I was thinking of at the time. And kind of the idea behind the brand is intertwined with um, uh, a charity, um, which is based in Brighton, um, which is about enabling uh, people with learned disabilities to be more integrated into sort of like their music community and to basically have more of a social life um and because i sort of come from like the punk rock scene it's all about people who feel like outcasts and who maybe aren't necessarily seen as normal so it kind of it fit in um with kind of the ethos i guess of the brand but also it's alliteration which is always nice clever very clever i like it so how how did you kind of get started then what's the story behind it why did you do it so the story behind it was if i like go way back um like i mentioned before i've played in touring bands for years and the band i was playing in at the time we wanted to do merch um well we're doing merch and one idea with a record release was to do socks and it was at a time where I didn't have loads of involvement in that area of the band but I really I was really interested in it I really wanted to like get more involved and like spend more time sort of you know sourcing decent quality stuff um and it was probably just a last minute situation where we rushed it long story short we got these socks done for this like record release and they were just a bit shit and i was a bit gutted about it and i just thought i wish like we'd spent more time to properly you know seek out decent suppliers and put a bit more time and effort into it um and that was sort of like where 
the sort of like I guess like the initial sort of seed came from where I thought oh maybe like maybe if I ever have time where I'm not doing this band or you know if there's any sort of gap in the schedule I'll I'll look in to see how easy it is to get socks done because I've got mm. lots of friends who were in bands at the time who had the same issue trying to source socks for merch it was like you just couldn't get anything decent you know I was looking yeah. for good quality as ethically made as possible um that looked cool and it was difficult um fast forward a year or two and then the pandemic happened and all of a sudden I had the time um all my touring got cancelled obviously everything sort of stopped and during that time I was working for a shoe company um working in an office um and probably about a year into sort of the pandemic I just needed something creative to work on um not having any sort of band related stuff nothing musical going on I I needed a creative outlet and I kind of wanted to use you know the small amount of experience I'd gained from working for this small independent shoe company um and so the sort of the obvious sort of outcome of that marrying the two was maybe I should look into this whole sock thing again um and so I just did it I just had the time so I just started doing my research and decided I would just do like one run one run of socks I'm going to look into it try and find a good supplier based in Europe and no idea what I was doing still like don't know what I'm doing at all but I thought it would be a cool I don't know a cool like venture to see what happens and at the time as well I was uh volunteering for um a charity which I mentioned earlier in Brighton called Gig Buddies who do really cool work. Um, as I said, they pair up volunteers with people with learning disabilities to attend gigs. And obviously all of that closed down over COVID as well. And so mm. I was feeling like bad that I also, I wasn't able to be involved in that anymore. And the people who benefit from that were no longer benefiting from it. So I, I sort of met up with them and said, look, I've got this idea. If I can try and sort of, I don't know, work in, what you do with this creative project that I'm thinking of, which at the main moment it makes no sense. It's selling socks. I don't know how the two are going to marry, but I kind of wanted to figure out a way because I've come from music. I want to sort of not just create a sock brand, but I wanted to put on shows, like put on gigs where it's going to be like, you know, small independent DIY punk bands that I know, give them a space to play at. And also try and marry up the work of what gig buddies do. So make the shows free for volunteers who uh, volunteer with the charity. We donated, um, we donate 10% of all our profits to them um, and also donate any of the profits from the gigs to them as well. Um, so that was like the idea in some sort of nutshell. Um, and yeah it's still sort of ticking along which is cool awesome uh, how's it um how's it been going then last few months so it's obviously we're in that kind of like weird time where we're like obviously there's like recession and fucking looming but it's like everything's like still 
I mean, in my mind, kind of like everything's still kind of coming out of lockdown. Everything's still kind of like coming to life a bit. It's not fully thawed, if you know what I mean. Um, and yeah, it's just fucking weird at the minute. Like, totally. Yeah. yeah, because it's like, it's not, we're not totally back to what things were like pre-COVID. No, no. But we're also not in the middle of lockdown. So it's this weird, yeah. like, hmm. I don't know, like it's... I think some people still have a bit of a lockdown mentality. Like well, some I went to Tesco's earlier and it's like still like, you know, not not hundreds of people, but lots of people still wearing masks and like, you know, keeping their distance from people, which is like, I think psychologically, that's, you know, something like COVID. Like we were like that for a long time. Like my son was uh, high risk. So it's like every time we went to the shop, like we'd buy stuff, we'd wipe it down with fucking like antibacterial wipes and shit and we'd wash your hands and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, it took us a long time to just get out of that. And it was kind of just like one day we went, all right, fuck it, just stopping it. It's like, you know, we've just got to get on with life, haven't we? But it's um, it's fucking tricky, man. It's really fucking tricky. I was on a flight the other day and it's mandatory where I was going uh, to wear a mask on all public transport and the flight was considered that. So weird wearing a mask. I haven't worn a mask for for in forever. And what's really weird is how people change once they put a mask on. Mm. Like they've become... Like no one was saying hello to each other. Like at the checking gate, there were people that were like talking to each other. Second, we got on the plane, everyone had the mask on. No one said anything to each other. It was one of the quietest flights I've ever been on. Admittedly, really? I had my headphones in. Yeah, it was really, really weird. Really weird. But I don't know yeah. if it's just people. It's an uncomfortable thing, isn't it, Evan? I think personally, having masks on and yeah. Well, it's, it's hard to sort of. It's like another barrier between. Mm people isn't there it's like it's hard in like a public um in a public place yeah at least if you haven't when you don't have a mask on you can you can smile you can like give some sort of facial expression without sometimes having to talk yeah Yeah. but then like when you've got masks on it's it's you've got you literally got your eyes that's all it is Mm -hmm. so it kind of creates more of a sort of division i guess yeah. But, I remember going yeah. to my first gig after like the whole restrictions lifted and it was so fucking weird. Yeah. Really, really strange. And it's for a band who we now do some fulfillment for um, with the print business. And it was just like I, was like, I didn't know how I should kind of feel. Do you know what I mean? It was kind of like, should I be keeping my distance from people? But then it's like, you've literally got a mosh pit going on and fucking everybody's sweating over each other and stuff. And it was like... Yes, it was just a really, really weird environment. Really enjoyed it because obviously been cooped up for fucking forever. Yeah, but it was yeah. I think I, I went to see a I went to see a band things like that. I went to see a band during the end of end of the lockdown, and you had to have your COVID passport, and then you had to scan to be let in, or you had to have a proof of a negative test. Mm. Um, and then wearing masks in after you got through was optional, so you could choose whether you want to wear it or not. Um, there were people like in the mosh wearing face masks <laughs> that's it, a bit of a it was a it weird was one. so weird like it wasn't like many it was like two or three and i'm thinking you either want to be in a situation like where you can catch this or you don't that, that, yeah. that, that, that <laughs> completely straddling the line of like being ultra cautious but also like rubbing up against a sweaty person you may never see ever again it's really really weird i mean it was very enjoyable it was an enjoyable gig but yeah, very strange yeah it's like yeah it's just confusing in there and it still is like it's not like oh instantly it's just everything's back to normal it's there's going to be like a runoff isn't there from Mm. 
everything yeah. being so nuts for such a long time. I think what it's done, though, is... is oh, are you going to go or am I going to go? Whose go is it? Whose go is it? I was, I was just going to say, because it's on kind of like the music stuff, it's like there, there were so many interest, um, um, industries that were just fucking completely decimated. And mm. it was like the music industry was probably the main one. Because it was, I mean, yeah, you think of like hospitality and stuff like that, but the music industry is like, like everything stopped. Like a lot of like the hospitality industry, like they were able to do like takeaway service and stuff like that. But like there was no touring, there was no gigs, there was no live entertainment, full stop. And it's kind of like for, you know, I don't know whether you, you were in this, but it kind of sounds like it, that that was your kind of, that was your life. That's your your livelihood, your living, you know, sort of thing. And it just, it's just gone like that. And then kind of like the the government kind of thing. It's like, oh, like, do I, do I want to get political on her? Yeah, do it. <laughs> A rabbit hole, isn't it? But, yeah. Yeah, maybe let's stay away from politics. The Tories are cunts. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we're going um, down that rabbit hole. Man. If it went to go in like oh, yeah, a, yeah. No, a no, sharp worry, right it's, turn. It's, it's not the other way. Don't worry. Stop and, and the royal family are all lizards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any, anyway, anyway, let's move move away from that. Um, where, um, kind of on the brand then, where do you kind of see it going? over the next year where do you want to push it to how much kind of time do you want to invest or yeah it's a good question um because just like i was saying earlier i find the most difficult thing about it just being time you know yeah. like when you're starting something from nothing as like I'm sure we all know you're not making money um mm. and it's not why i'm doing it to make money i just love doing stuff that's literally it um but with you know jobs and other projects that i have going on trying to find time to actually like push the brand further is really difficult because at the moment a lot of my time is just sustaining it you know it's yeah. just like packing orders basically mm-hmm. um one thing i'd really like to do with it which was like again one of my sort of ideas initially was to actually start doing like collaborations with bands and artists. So, you know, being able to like find bands who were in the position I was in when we were trying to find merch and be like, look, I've got these relationships with suppliers that can do what you're looking for. Mm. And we can do collaboration projects, you know, where we can do merch and we can maybe hopefully do it with gig buddies, try or do it for like a cause or something that they care about. You know um, what you I've, have to do. Oh, so. you've probably already thought of this. You have to, like, whatever band you're doing it with, like, you have to do it like, you know when the song features someone else and they say feet? You have to do that, but with the word feet rather than F-E-A-T. <laughs> so it's like, so it's like satiety, feet, and then whoever you're doing the, the, doing the, um, the, the collaboration with. Yeah, there's something in there, isn't there? there I is. might sound it. like you're, use, you're using it as a verb, though. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it needs it needs a little bit of work but there's something it, there yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 right. then. I just had a little i was like hmm like the cog the cog started turning <laughs> there's something there yeah it will need some tweaking but i like it you can have that idea for free i don't charge for consultancies on it sure <laughs> you've got it recorded as well so you can take it to court that's fine you carry on um 
yeah so i mean that's what i'd like to start doing incorporating it with you know bands and artists that would be really cool um and just to like i don't know carry on i'm not i'm not trying to make it anything massive i'm not trying to make loads of money from doing it it's just it i think i've had to sort at first when i suddenly realized oh shit like things getting busy now it's really hard to do it alongside you know work and other stuff that i've got going on and it was just stressful and i started to like not enjoy it um and i think once i was able to just sort of be okay with the fact that look i'm not going to be able to dedicate full-time hours to this thing um and now i'm cool with that i'm cool with just doing it when i can do it it's Um, a wise choice i mean not not every brand has to be massive like mm it's okay with getting to a certain size and staying that size like there's no there's no problem in that at all so yeah it's still worth doing isn't it i went through some kind of similar i guess mentality shift to you where it was like when when our kind of got sales started dropping off a little bit it kind of really really affected me personally like mentally and that because it's kind of like nothing's fucking working and all this and then but that kind of coincided with the print shop picking up so it was kind of like you know the the brand is it's my baby it's what i fucking love like doing you know i I prefer to print for the brand than i do for other people that's not saying i don't like printing for other people because i do um it's just having that kind of full creative control the whole way through the process is just really fucking nice but when it kind of dipped I really struggled with that and kind of like the print shop picking up and I felt like I had to like almost like justify finding the time for downcast and it's kind of like now it's like I know that I can't spend as much time on it and it's like I'm I'm fine with that because it's kind of it's ticking along on its own it's doing its thing and like I will I'll get to it when I get to it sort of thing whether that's new releases or whether that's printing or whether that's restocks or whatever like you know customer orders are still getting sent out like next day or whatever because we've we've always just had a policy of doing that you know but in Mm. terms of the actual i guess running and kind of like trying to grow the brand that's really really taken a backseat um just because it it doesn't earn enough to to justify it you know it's kind of it's it's not my full-time job like so if i was spending fucking even if it's fucking 10 hours a week on it it's like that's too much yeah and i think like i don't know about you guys but i think there's that sort of uh, that sort of like mentality when you get to a sort of certain age where everyone sort of thinks that anything you put time to Mm. needs to be an investment or it be in an investment that you're going to receive back like monetarily whereas actually a big thing that I've definitely come to realize in the last like couple of years is doing things is just cool you know, like yeah. when you're a teenager, you just do shit with your mates, mm-hmm. like starting bands, like, I don't know, like, whatever it might be, putting on shows, it's like, it's, you get way more from it, mm-hmm. like, regardless of if you make money from doing it, obviously, it becomes way more difficult when you're older, because you need to, again, it's the time thing, you need to, you need to make money to live. But if you can sort of get to a point, like you're saying, where you're just like, okay, cool, I'm going to do as much as I can, but I also need to work to make money to live. So if I'm not going to have enough time that I would quite like to put towards this creative project, it's still worth doing just Mm. because it's not 
bigger than the next brand or making more money than your day job it's like you still it's worth doing because doing stuff is a cool thing to do well, i don't think we've well since i've been part of the pub we've not spoken to anyone who's their brand is their entire livelihood have we darcy is that right mm. since i've been involved no no i don't think so no I, to be honest I think, they're I all don't... passion projects aren't they I mean, season one, we had a few mm. um, that were full time. Um, but yeah, the, the majority is like it is just people just wanting to do cool shit and using it as a creative outlet. It's kind of, you know, that's that's the thing for us with like the pod. It's like we don't fucking earn anything from this, but we still take out. Well, Darcy, times. Darcy tells me we don't earn anything from it. I'm trusting <laughs> I, I him on this one. Check every month. <laughs> every month I, I get swear, a fat mate, check. We, don't, we make nothing on this. <laughs> yeah, Purely yeah. passion. <laughs> It's you know if anything I'm spending money, um, <laughs> but it's you know it's it's just something that like I wanted to do, Pav wanted to come and join, and it's just it's just fucking fun, and it's like we're speaking about another project in the new year as well, which uh, I don't yeah. know if Pav is ready to open up about it. It's but you know it's uh, yeah it's well just, we, can, we, we we can I think at some point maybe maybe yeah. not this episode. <laughs> Let's save it until we've actually spoken about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any plans to do anything other than socks? Like, are you going to branch out away from that, or are you just happy with the socks and what you can achieve with with, with the socks? You know what? I'm I'm quite happy just doing socks. Like I did do a really sh- like a small run of t-shirts mm. when I did the, like the last um, when I did the last run of socks, just like really basic t-shirts just to go with it as sort of like a so you I was, was going to say when when we met, I thought I saw some teas on your stall. Yeah, just that, just that one, just the one. I I kind of think, uh, I haven't nailed the socks yet, so mm. I I would rather stick with, you know, sort of trying to specialize in one thing and yeah. get it as good as I can get it, and sort of focus, you know, all my energy into doing the one thing that the brand does and trying to do it well. Um, that's not to say that's that I cool, won't man. do anything else ever, but for now, you know, I'm just sort of sticking with the one, the one. Yeah. There's, there's some really cool, like sock specific brands out there. It's mm. like, I think the biggest one is, uh, it's probably American socks. Have you heard of them? Don't think I do. No. They're, American, they're pretty, is that what they're called? American socks. Yeah. Um, okay. they're pretty massive on Instagram. Um, there's another one based in London called London Socks, like S O X. Yeah, um, yeah, I know of them. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything from them online for like well over a year right. um, on social. So I don't know if they're still going. But um, socks yeah, are great, though, aren't they? Yeah, I love socks. Yeah, I mean, I we love, do socks, and it's socks. like they're probably our best seller. Really? It's mad, like, isn't it? Which is just mental. Well, like, I I can't think of anything I'd want to buy less when I was younger than a pair of socks. Like, <laughs> I genuinely can't think of any. I, I'm just thinking, like, is there something? I, like, when I got socks for Christmas, when I was like, I don't know, anywhere up to the age of like 14, I got I got socks, and I was like, fucking, why the fuck are you getting me socks? And now yeah. I'll tell you what, if I open socks for Christmas like, Day this year, money. yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be <laughs> so pleased to get a pair of socks. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some socks. <laughs> you, you've already sent me some socks. I've got some of your socks. Have I? Yeah, they've got a jaguar on. Is it a no, jaguar? No, you, <laughs> you, definitely, you definitely sent me a pair. They've got something on them. They've got like an animal on them. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know which ones you meant. Yeah. Yeah, I did. See? Listeners, yes, I was right. <laughs> I feel like socks got a bad rap, didn't they? And then they did. Once, once you hit maybe like, I don't know, 25, 30, mm. everyone's like, oh, you get a good, proper, nice pair of socks. Yeah. I love Game a pair of socks. You don't realize how shit, shit socks are until yeah. you put good mm. socks on. And you put them yeah, on and yeah. you go, oh, <laughs> this, is, this is different gravy. They Good socks make your shoes feel better. I know it sounds weird. But like no, they're, so, they're like you, you put them on and you think these are some banging shoes because I've got good mm. socks inside them. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you all the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love socks. Fuck it all. Oh, we're getting old. <laughs> oh, we are. We are not getting any younger. <laughs> not getting any younger. Fuck it all. Um, what was I going to ask you? Um, oh yeah, so it's a kind of on like um, the design side of things then design and manufacturing what does that kind of look like are you designing um, yes yeah yeah um i do everything apart from manufacturing obviously um i mean you're not there sewing them all by hand weirdly i don't know how to sew and <laughs> i don't know how to sew 500 pairs of socks at a time um, i wish i did because it'd be a lot cheaper um but yeah, I do, I design them. And when I was looking for a supplier originally, that, I mean, obviously there's so many learning curves when you start something new like this, but I didn't quite realize how long it was going to take. And yeah. like the amount of suppliers you have to contact and like some of them you would get like two months down the line of back and forth and getting samples yeah, yeah. done and then they just go cold on you or you find out that there's been some like loss in translation communication and you find out they can't actually do what you want and you're like fuck that was like two months wasted um so that took a long time to get a good supplier that i was happy with um but yeah now i do and i've got two two supplies actually so Funny enough, the first supplier is based in Ukraine. Um, so they started doing our socks. And then obviously when everything kicked off over there, um, that was a really weird sort of like time because I was still talking to them. And then whilst things were sort of escalating before Russia actually had like invaded, I was we were having these conversations about socks. And I, I was like, are they going to mention it or am I, do I, cause I'm like, I don't, you don't need to email me back right now. Like, don't worry about it. Like mm. you've got way more important stuff going on. Um, and it wasn't actually till like the day it happened, when the day of it, you know, they actually went across the borders where, you know, we, I got an email. Luckily they were in um, Lviv, which is obviously like the West coast. So it's the furthest sort of, it's the least affected area at the time. Um, but obviously they had to sort of shut down. Um, and then when that happened, um, yeah, I had to find obviously a new supplier, which I did, which is a supplier based in the UK, which is what I really wanted originally. Um, but obviously again, getting stuff made in the UK is like crazy expensive, like especially when you want it to be like made from like recycled materials or organic mm. cotton and 
or to, especially to like the spec that I wanted. Um, so, but then when um, the supplier in Ukraine, they obviously when they got to a point where they were okay, like we want to start getting things back up running again. They need the work, so they got back in touch with me, got in contact, and at this point, I'd already like paid for a whole new run to be made by this UK supplier, which obviously cost a shitload of money. Um, but I wanted to give my custom pack to this supplier in Ukraine. So yeah. we managed to make something work where I'm I'm now doing stuff with both of them, which is great. Um, but yeah, it's pretty nuts that they're still churning out socks amongst everything that's going on over there. It's un- it's unbelievable. They're so yeah. resilient. They're like not sure I'd Man. still be working given all that happening, but no, I can't say I would either. Yeah, but I mean, I guess they want to keep their company afloat at the same time. Like, yeah. they need to make some money, and I kind of wanted to. So, so you say about you? Obviously, you've got these two suppliers. What does your setup actually look like? Like, do you carry a lot of stock? Like, do you have like a, a plate store? Do you keep it at home and then and then ship from there, or or how how does it work? So I've got a um I've basically got a space in Brighton, which is like a studio space, which uh I originally had for drumming stuff. So I teach drums from there. I've got it's like a space for rehearsing, basically. Um, but when I started doing the sock company, um the minimum order quantities were so high for getting socks done that I just ended up with like boxes of socks. So I've got some of them are down in my like studio. Some of them are in my little flat. Um, and then, yeah, I basically, I work from my flat. So I pack orders, send them out all from there. And then when stock runs low, I go to my studio and then ship the stock up. around. And no, right, yeah, right. so I just do it all up front. And so I've just got all the stock ready to go. And then, yeah, send it out that way. I suppose it's stock wise, it's probably and how I've never dealt with socks, but it's probably easier dealing with socks and something like t shirts because hoodies and hood yeah, hoodies you get like what, ten in a box? Like if you're lucky if 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 it's twelve a, at a push. Twelve yeah. at a push. But like yeah. I'm guessing in, in, in that same box you can probably get like what fifty pairs of socks? Yeah. Hmm. We yeah, got exactly. we got um we got a thousand socks made up the last big run we did of socks. And I think it came in like four boxes. It's nothing, is it? It's like, you know, a thousand hoodies. It'd come in a fucking shipping container. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fucking ridiculous. But on that, we we had a, um, so we we like our supplier now, but the person that we were dealing with at set supplier um, was completely fucking useless, basically. And on two separate occasions, fucked up our order. So the first time, they turned up and they're, they're made from all recycled materials and everything, even like the, the the embroidery thread that they use for the designs is like fully recycled and everything. Really cool. Fit perfectly. So comfortable. Have you about for me on that? They are good. Um, they are good socks. They've got a nice thick sole on them. <clears throat> nice. And they turned up, but they were in like single use plastic packaging. Right. That's specified i was like you know for transport transportation purposes they were like we kind of want to package them in something Mm. in case like the box splits or whatever so i was like okay what do you have that is like you know biodegradable or compostable or whatever and they had these um 
they look like polythene bags, but they're made from like potato starch. Oh yeah. Um, so they basically just dissolve in water. Um, so they were supposed to be shipped in that, but had uh, I think the first order we put in with them, we got five hundred of them, and they turned up all in this single-use plastic. Um, mm. I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake! And I got back in touch with them, and we had to send it all the way back to fucking Bulgaria. Oh. Them to fucking <laughs> we didn't pay for it they fucking paid for it um but yeah. it was a right pain in the ass um anyway they got it sorted and uh after that we placed a few more orders everything went swimmingly and they changed the contact that i was speaking to and <laughs> basically put in this uh order for a design and we got another 500 pairs of socks and they turned up and it was the wrong design it was like yeah, this isn't on. They're like, can you not use them? And I was like, no. I was like, they it's look not what shit. we ordered. <laughs> it's, it, it's yeah, a it's not what we ordered, and b it looks fucking shit. Like, so I had to. Um, uh, we were going to send them back, and they were like, actually, you know what? Don't bother sending them back. Keep them. We're just going to manufacture you new ones. So we basically donated five hundred pairs of socks to charity. Oh wow, <laughs> it's like, that's cool. Fair enough. Yeah, it was it was in the run up to Christmas as well, and all the homeless shelters and stuff were doing like call outs and shit for people to donate stuff. And I was like, I've got five hundred pairs of socks if you want. And they're like, No, that's way too much, <laughs> way way too much. So I'd they're receiving like, their like this places. design is so bad, we cannot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was literally like they were like, We don't have the need for that many. So it was like, right. I'd be like, Okay, how many do you want? And they're like, Give us fifty. It's like, All right, cool. So like fifty to that place, fifty to that place, and everything. And it was fucking great. I mean we've still got probably about a hundred of them left over and I keep meaning to donate them, but I just haven't got fucking around to it. Like, um, I do how does it, do that how does it work with sizing on socks? Like, do you have to buy, cause I just buy like socks, but do, do you have like to buy sizes? Size, uh, the ours are, I think they're seven to 11 and a half or something like that. Right. Yeah. How do yours uh, work? Luke? You can choose. Yeah. You can either do, you know, like, it's, it's like size brackets, isn't it? So uh, yeah. I just do basically two different size brackets because, okay. like you said, with it's massive order, you know, minimum order quantity is quite a lot. So hmm. if you're doing, I don't know, like a size three to a size five and a size six to a size nine or whatever, then it's just hmm. so many socks. So we do, um, what is it? I think it's size three to a seven, then a size eight to a 12 something like that eight to oh. 13 maybe and yeah. you know they're stretchy so it yeah. kind of covers all bases mm. yeah, i don't know who invented have socks, a customer. But... we did have a customer once kicked off at us because they like properly kicked off at us like swearing at us and calling us fucking idiots and everything because we didn't do socks in a smaller size i was wow. just like I, I get kind of what you're saying, but A, there's no need to react like that. And B, we're not going to go and get another fucking 500 because that's what the minimum order quantities were just to appease like the one person who's asking us because it's like, we've never been asked for smaller sizes and we've never had any complaints. Also, like, just like go buy your socks elsewhere. Yeah. Like not a big just deal. Off. <laughs> if like, if someone doesn't do them, be like, oh, okay, yeah. I've got them. I'll go. So I'll- yeah. By, you know, it's exactly. It's deal. like when you go, I don't know, you go in the sale on someone, it's like, oh, I really like that. It's in the sale, I'll get it. And it's not in your size. You don't email them and be like, you're yeah. twats. I hate you. Do you well, I might do that from now on. It sounds like it works. <laughs> People have too much time. Too much yeah, time. So, so anyway, I've got, I've got 500 pairs of uh, size three to four socks. 
um, if anybody wants. <laughs> I don't really. I don't really. So um, give to the, all the all the dwarf midget people that dwarf homeless people that live around you. They have small feet, don't they? Well, they're smaller than that. Everyone needs socks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I suppose you could use them as mittens. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> Don't <laughs> oh, oh, I know that's a turn of phrase, but that almost works too well. Mm. Um, so kind of like in your kind of current setup then, is there anything you'd like to add kind of moving forward if you were given the opportunity to, whether it's like expertise or a member of staff or equipment or... I mean, a member of staff would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to have just to have someone to do it with um, would be nice because obviously it's cool to have like control over everything and it to be similar to, you know, like what you were saying with doing downcast. It's nice to, it's your baby. You have this idea and to see it like come to fruition based on the work you put in is like a really, it's a cool feeling. Um, But it would be nice to have someone to like bounce stuff off or, someone who maybe has expertise in areas that I don't have, which is like 90% of actually running a stock company. That would be cool. Um, that, yeah. If it got to a point where I could pay someone to sort of do it with me, that would be an ideal scenario. But until then. Do you not have like, this is going to say a weird way of describing it. I've got like my clan, like Darcy's part of my clan, and our clan is that we're all sort of printers. So I've got a, a clan of people that I'm friendly with, and if we've got any issues or something, nine times out of ten, someone else has come across that issue in printing or whatever. Do you have a sock clan? Like, do you have other people that that are in in the sock trade and that you like can speak to or? Not specifically weird. socks, because socks is—I don't know anyone else who does a sock company. It's such a weird niche thing. Well, to it, do. It, it might be worth. It sounds bad, Matt. But it might be worth reaching out to other people that you like the work of and speaking to them and having a relationship with them, because you can sell the same product and occupy the same space and not be competitors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we've totally. had this conversation before. Like we're, I'm, I'm obviously Darcy and I are friends. We're both printers. We don't. We do the same thing, but we don't. Like, it's not that like we're we're robbing clients from each other or whatever. It just sometimes it's nice just to speak to people I've, that are in I've the same sphere. Loads of your clients. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. You liar. I've sent them to you. That's what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all the fucking nightmare ones. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it might it might genuinely be worth like <clears throat> reaching out to people that are doing the same thing as you because. I mean, if you're in a position where, like you said, you want someone to like share this with, like, I'm sure they might be as well. Like, you just don't know. Yeah, sure. Um, like, I've got mates who do similar stuff, you know, that I chat to about. You know, it's not the direct same situation of doing socks, but you know, friends who do their own sort of like clothing stuff, or my old boss as well that I used to. Um, work for who has a shoe company chat to him about stuff and obviously there's like parallels um and like i said that's really cool to be able to like chat to people who've had similar experiences isn't it because then you can you know i'll send texts to my mate ollie who um does overgrown the clothing company and 
you know, we'll we'll text each other all the time. You know, with just photos being like, oh mate, like what do you reckon, like blue on black or like black on blue? You know, and mm. we'll we'll just do stuff like that all the time because it's it's nice to have someone who gets it. Yeah, it's nice to have somebody to bounce off, isn't it? especially when it comes to like the design stuff. It's like I think you can stare at something for so long that it like you it might look great but you start questioning it i mean at least i do anyway that's what i do it's kind of like yeah, I I've always something always done first that. glance i'm like that looks fucking banging and then i'll go back to it like 20 minutes later and i'm like oh and then i start tweaking it and i'm like no now it looks shit it's yeah. like so it's like when it, i'm i kind of have a um i guess a process or a principle now where it's like when i've designed something if i say it's finished it's like i'm not touching it what i'm doing i'm sending it to fucking four or five of my closest mates or screen printers or designers or whatever be like what do you think and it's always people like Pav who I know that are going to give me like brutal, honest feedback. And it's like, you know, whether it's I like it, but it's not particularly my cup of tea sort of thing. It's like, fine, whatever. It's like for that sort of thing, I know not to necessarily ask you again, if you know what I mean. Like, and that's mm. not me being a dick. It's kind of just like we all have like our own tastes and styles and stuff. And I think like, especially through doing the 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 pod, like we've started to establish this like really cool little fucking community where it's like all of us chat and we carry on chatting like you know there's a few guests i haven't spoken to since but it's kind of just you know we didn't have necessarily all that much in common so it's kind of like it's hard to maintain a dialogue but there's some people have become like really good friends with um and it's just having that platform there to bounce ideas off people and get feedback and like, you know, honest advice because it's people that are, you know, as Pab said, are occupying the same space. And like seeing that we're not competitors and we're not like rivals necessarily is like, I think it's really important in this game. Like collaboration is, is massive and it's really, really beneficial. Um, and I think it can, you know, help two parties grow, can't it? Uh, yeah 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 i agree definitely awesome man awesome Pav? oh i've got to ask a question is my turn on the list <laughs> <laughs> we have we have got a list of questions that we're asking we're being we're sort of we're slipping them in like we're really like oh we're, we're really smooth with it aren't we I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you can tell yeah <laughs> oh yeah um, <laughs> um uh, what achievement are you most proud of with uh with the brand so far um i guess the main one that comes to mind is getting my socks in beyond retro was a really cool wicked that's really cool it was a really cool thing because it again it was probably about probably about this time last year maybe it was yeah it's probably about late 2021 when i was like reaching out to wholesalers and trying to sort of just like shift stock really and i figured mm. wholesale is probably the best way to sort of shift bulk orders obviously um and i contacted so many so many small little independent shops and probably like two out of maybe 30 that i contacted got back to me and then some people asked for samples and then you send them out and then you never hear anything again again yeah, and yeah. just like nightmare just pain in the ass sort of thing um but really weirdly i managed to get through to beyond retro and obviously it wasn't instant it was back and forths and again i had only been doing the brand for a few months at that point 
Um, I had one run of socks and I had no idea what I was doing. I'd sent the email and then when I got an email back, I was like, oh shit, I now need to like make it seem like I know what I'm talking about. And I have no idea, like no idea whatsoever. And I just tried to blag it. I just tried to like, I don't know. I, I actually called up my old boss and I was like, oh, I've got this like potential like wholesale customer, but like they're asking these questions. I don't know what they mean. Like, and he was like really sweet, like really good bloke, like helping me out with it all. Um, and then after, yeah, a bunch of back and forths, they did like a big old order for, I think it was like 600 socks um, oh, for like all their, all their stores. So it was, yeah, like eight stores maybe. Cause they've got a bunch in Sweden and a bunch in the UK. And well, mate. well done. That was like really cool. That was a really yeah, cool, like, yeah. oh, wow. Like putting a bit of hard work and effort in like mm. even if it's one out of 30 40 50 yeah, yeah. sort of correspondences you're having one might pay off and it's has, has anything kind of more come off the back of that then in terms of like getting your stuff into more like physical stores like wholesalers and that i mean again this comes down to the time thing yeah like i I need to be using that to mm, yeah. reach out to more wholesalers, but it's been super difficult. Uh, I'm still in like contact with them. And um, in the new year, it's one of the things on the list to sort of get back in touch and see how things are going with like sales and see if they want to get any more from me, but also to, you know, use that as sort of not leverage, but as, I don't know, some sort of way of legitimizing well, you, what I do. You've got a foot in the door, haven't you? It's kind of like, I think we've like considered quite a lot of times like getting in touch with like, whether it's independent clothes shops and wholesalers and stuff like that. But it's like, there's always just something that's held me back a little bit from it. Like we have been contacted in the past by like independent shops and stuff that wanted to stock us. But it was kind of just, I don't know. It was like, looked at the shops and they were great but i just didn't see how we fit it was like it was so random us being in a place like that where it was kind of like a bit more like upper class casual menswear it's kind of our stuff right. was a bit like trashier and it was a bit like i just don't see how it's gonna work do you know what i mean and it's like i don't want I, because as like they were in as i said an independent shop it's kind mm. of like i don't want them to go and fork out hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds paying us for all this stuff and they're stuck with dead stock because i know how that feels like with like my own shit like you know yeah. i want it to be in places where i know it's going to do well but they're, they're obviously so hard to fucking identify and that identifying even whether it's going to do well in that place is even more difficult nigh and impossible um but yeah that's fucking yeah. awesome mate Really I feel like cool. it must, it, it's like a fine line, isn't it? I guess choosing shops where your, like you said, your brand is going to fit and it's going to be mm. like in keeping with the identity that you want to like yeah. try and hold on to. Because as soon as you start selling bulk orders to shops, they can effectively sell it however they want because it's yeah. their product then, I, isn't it? I, They've don't, bought I it. don't necessarily have a problem with that, but yeah i don't know i don't know the whole the wholesale thing is just weird to me it's, it's interesting it's luke what, what you said about like sending them that email and like you didn't really know what you're doing and then like darcy you're saying about like the people have contacted you and you're like well like is that really the right place for it to go sort of thing 
because I'm I'm a big I'm a big proponent of fake it till you make it, and that and to me they're what you what you describe the link and then what you just got are two sides of the same coin, for me. Like I think sometimes you just got I I've probably in my life met five people who knew exactly what they were doing all the time. Like I I, I reckon most people are just wigging it, but that, yeah. that that's that that that's my that's my theory, and um it I mean it just goes to prove it. you 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 winged it with that with that company, and. Like you ended up selling through them, and that's that's perfect. And then you were like, Darcy, you were saying you they these people contacted you, and you weren't sure if it fitted. And you're like, but that's winging it in a different way because you're like you're making decisions about how you how you want the brand to be, sort of thing. And I I, I think there are very few people that really know exactly the right decision and exactly the right thing to do when all the time. Totally, and even those people who do know what they're doing only got there because at one point they didn't know what they're doing but they mm, did yeah. it anyway it's mm. like the only way you get to a point where you feel confident in what you're doing is by like going through the motions and learning as you go right because otherwise mm, you yeah. just you, you have to make mistakes you try and mm. yeah 100 and that was like even starting 30 socks at the beginning like just doing that first putting the first order in for a first run i think like like I've got a bit of like a perfectionist in me where you're like, well, this isn't going to be right. This isn't going to be right. And so you stool on it and it's the first bit of money you're putting into something. And you're also paying like this supplier that you don't even know is real. Like you could just never see that money. It yeah. gets, it's all these different things, but actually it gets to a point where you just need to like do it. Yeah. Stop done is like, better than perfect in, in, in my opinion. Yeah, just like just start, just start somewhere, and it's not going to be perfect straight off. You're not going to be happy with it a hundred percent, but then like you make it better the next time, and it's it's just doing it, isn't it? Well, so, I think I, I I miss those days though. I really do because I think with the setup that we've got now in running our own shop, is that if I want to print a shirt, I can just fucking print it, and there's no like. There's nothing else going on in the back of my mind that's like, oh, if it doesn't work, I'm losing out on money. It's like, yeah, right. Like I'm a vest of time and, you know, the, the money for the blanks. But the blanks, most of the time, it's stuff that I've got the studio anyway, whether it's leftovers from jobs or just the stock that I keep in stock all the time for potential clients anyway. So it's kind of like I'm not necessarily losing out on money like that. I'm not going to a screen printer and getting a fucking three color back, two color front design. And it's costing me fucking 16, 17 quid a tea or something. Like, you know, I, I kind of missed that because it made me think a lot more about the designs and what we were putting out. Mm. Whereas now it's like I can design something and one like literally on the day be like, that's fucking banging. I'm putting it on fucking 50 shirts and I print 50 shirts and it doesn't sell. And it's like, mm. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> so it's, yeah. yeah, I guess there's something to be said for having more to lose. Kind yeah. of you maybe you put more into it because there's mm. less at stake. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 a I'm a sort of it's done go for it sort of guy. I think I've I've always been, I've always been a bit like that. I know I know it's a it's a position of sort of privilege in many ways because I, I'm like Darcy. I've got I've got the opportunity if I want to. If I wanted to print something, I can just go cool. Yeah, I'm in there and I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. But uh, what what I think I've mentioned this before on the pod. Um, there was a the video I watched a little while ago and it really like because oh, I wasn't always like this really struck a chord in me and it was um a guy made a video on uh the, 
the very first episode of The Simpsons or what was what was we classed The Simpsons. And he just took like a three second like still from it. It's just them walking along the street. And then uh, there's a still, uh, there's a little three second footage of it like now or like whenever it was like a couple of years ago. And when Groening first drew The Simpsons and did it, it looked fucking awful. Like by, yeah. but by judging it by today's standards, it looked awful. Like the idea was there, but it looked awful. But if he hadn't have done it, he wouldn't have got to the, he wouldn't have iterated and, and got to where he, where he is now with it. So I'm very much, I'm quite happy to do something and like, obviously I haven't got a brand myself, but I have designs and things that I've done for the uh, shop shirts and I'm quite happy just to do it and then get it done. And then if I have to change it, I'll change it. Like I've got no, no qualms doing that at all. If something doesn't work, I'll do it, I'll do it again. And I think that's, okay, it's, it's, it's a position of privilege I'm saying that from, but yeah, get, get, getting things done well, you you can't sell something that isn't made, can you? I suppose that's the, the, that's the long and the short of it. No, yeah. totally. And I think that's a good it's a good place to get to. Mm. And I think it's like it's probably easier for some people than others. It's for like, sure. It's yeah. Kind of. I don't know if it's a confidence thing or if it's just like a. I don't know. Maybe like a bit of naivety is good as well when you're starting stuff. Just to like, don't overthink it. Mm. You know. Because like you said, you, the amount of people I know, and I'm sure you guys probably do as well, who, when I started doing the socks stuff, the amount of people would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to start my own company once, or I was going to start my own mm. project once. and uh, But then, like, this came up, and and it's just like, yeah, I get it. I totally get it, because that was the reason why I never did anything before. Um doing safe socks but mm. even though i'm not like making loads of money from it or anything now the other stuff that has come from it yeah it is just like is it makes it all worth it because kind of like going back to what i said earlier on it's just like just starting things and doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff mm. is just like you never know what's what you're going to get from it whether it's just like enjoyment whether it's going to be like meeting new people whether it's going to be i don't know you learn a new skill from it and you're like okay well this area of doing a sock company is a bit shit and i don't like it but maybe i'm really into like the social media side of it you know like mm-hmm. i've got a social media job now from because i've got like a portfolio almost to say mm-hmm. oh i've done all this by myself um i can do this for your company and they're like wicked yeah cool and you know, like little things like that, where you, that you wouldn't even think about. And it kind of reminds me of, you know, like playing in bands and touring, is when COVID hit and it all stopped. Like a big part of my like social circle were people in bands and people I'd, you know, see because you'd go back to the same cities and you'd like friendships, and that was kind of just gone. And I've even noticed just from doing like say, since doing that it's also enabled me to like meet people or sort of be involved in some sort of like counterculture or some community in some way, you know, whether it's like putting on shows in Brighton, it's like, okay, I know I'm not playing the shows, but I'm putting them on. I'm still involved in it or people that I know that I've met through touring. When I got my first batch of socks, I just sent a bunch out to people I know in bands and that's been like a, no, a new way that 
I've been able to sort of keep in contact with people, which is like something I never would have thought about before, but it's mm. makes it worth it because it's it's cool to just like be involved. In you, stuff. you say about sending socks out to people. Here's a question for you. How do you like display socks? Because <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but when, when you're selling a T-shirt or, or yeah. a hoodie or whatever, you can see a picture of someone wearing it. Or like, or someone can send you a picture of someone else wearing it. The chance of someone like papping a pair of your socks on someone else and going, "Oh, look at these! I've just seen someone wearing these socks," sort of thing. Like, it's it's a com- it's a completely different. You obviously have to sell yourself in a in a in a, in a different way. Yeah, totally. Um, I quite like the fact that it's discreet. Yeah, I'm, I see that. Yeah, when I've like sent socks to people, it's. Obviously, it's nice when they share a photo online and they like want to support it, and it's really cool. But it's not the reason. It's not the reason why I'm sending it to them. It's mostly because they're mates of mine, and it's mm. nice to be able to send a gift to people and yeah. then be like, "Oh, cool! This is something that my mates made, and I'm going to wear it." And you know, like, again, it comes back to the community aspect of it. It kind of like it enables me to like stay in touch with people and to like send people presents I, I like doing it for that mm. but then if they're wearing them and someone manages to like clock oh some so-and-so from this band was wearing say socks they happened to me literally like last week i was at a mate's house and someone was like oh i saw so-and-so from this band wearing your socks on instagram the other day and i was like oh yeah i, I sent him some and like I don't know, it's less obvious than a t-shirt, but mm. it kind of makes it almost more more special when someone notices someone wearing socks because it's way more discreet, isn't it? Well, socks are... Um, of Whereas socks used to be, you just wore socks, everyone needs socks, you wear them. Socks have become like a a personality trait, mm. if, that makes, if that makes sense. Like, like an accessory. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what they've become. It, it's, it, but I, I don't know how recent that is because... I've always had like, like colourful socks or whatever. But I've never really seen them actively as like a piece of fashion until like maybe I don't know, the past three, four the, years or so. The way the way I look at kind of like using socks as an accessory is I love like my fucking trainers and shit like that. But I can't afford to go out every month and spend hundred pound on a pair of trainers. Socks are kind of like that. They're the thing that kind of go with it. Do mm. you know what I mean? It's like a complimentary thing, and it's like a sock pair of socks might cost me a tenner you know mm. i think it's it's just about if i could go out and buy a pair of trainers like every week or every month i fucking would but yeah. <laughs> it's know, subtle socks are... i like the fact it's yeah. a little subtle like little yeah. pop you got socks that you're into like yeah when you're wearing your best socks because it's like a good day mm. it's like oh, a big day coming up i'm gonna save my good socks just feel good about it yeah, I was having this conversation with my missus the other day and I said, and I actually went through and I've thrown away all of my shit pairs of underwear and all of my shit socks. Because I was yeah. like, I no longer want to have, because I was sitting the there. covered in shit. <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> yeah, that's just the socks. Um, <laughs> and I no longer want to have that feeling where if I'm packing for going away or something, like, you know how you want to be most comfortable when you're traveling? Mm. So you like, you have like underwear that you travel with and you're like this is my travel underwear and i was packing yeah. it, i'm thinking why the fuck isn't all of my underwear this comfortable so i feel this comfortable every all day time. <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> and so I went yeah. through and I and I culled everything. I culled everything I had. So I got rid of all the there was well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if this story. I'm not going out on the pod, but half the reason I did all this was I was um, wearing a, a rather a dogged pair of boxers. Well, they're briefs, I suppose. Whatever they were, and um, and you I crouched down. Out. I crouched down to pick something up. Yeah, and my balls <laughs> fell out a hole in the like in the gusset. <laughs> And then I stood up, and obviously it constricted. They <laughs> <laughs> constricted around my balls, and I was like, and I didn't know what the fuck to do. I had to rip them off. I was like, I can't, like, oh I can't stand up anymore because I will actually castrate myself. <laughs> and then I had to like end up like having to reach in into and just rip them open more. And then obviously they went in the bin. Um, <laughs> Geez, that's when it's is, time is, to get rid of them. Yeah, 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 this is definitely going in the pod, mate. I'm not deleting uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> this is gold. Yeah, but it was like this a is... weird moment where I've got to this age and I'm like, why the fuck am I sorting through to find which of my underwear is comfortable? It should all be fucking comfortable. I wear it yeah. all day. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, I'm an adult now. I can just yeah. buy my own pants. Yeah. Why don't yeah. I just buy, like, I can't remember the last time I bought pants. And no. It's like, Oh, Why don't I just go out and buy something? Like, yeah. it's it's a game changer. Comfy pants, comfy socks. I did. I went out and just fucking bought loads of stuff. I just went out and just just yeah, got them yeah. always comfy now. They call me com- comfy pav. Congratulations. <laughs> or you someone else that starts with a C as well. But you know. well, that's not very nice. <laughs> you make me cross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, um, do you have any questions for us, mate? I mean, I'm I'm fascinated by the podcast. I was going to ask you how long you've been doing it for. Uh, you are episode seventeen. Uh, okay. So we're on season two now. We started it. Uh, it's not been a year, basically. <laughs> I can't remember how long it's been. We 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 had quite a long gap between season one and two, um, and Pav came on board for season two. Um, were you doing it by yourself yeah. before? No, no, I had a, another mate of mine who um who runs a brand, um, but his life is is just changed. He's too busy for it, right? Um, but yeah, and then I uh, had uh, Twisted Pav's arm to come on. He's uh, nice. just he's so, loving it. Just so you can hear oh, my okay, stories, yeah, yeah, about about <laughs> me getting me ball stuck in my pants. <laughs> That's why you're here. Yeah, it's the only reason. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah, we've got a few random questions for you, and then we'll let you get off, mate. I know you're a uh, you're a little bit pressed for time, aren't you? Sick. Sounds good. Yeah, we're yeah, got ten minutes. Cool. cool. All right. Uh, do you want to kick off with one of the randoms, Pav? Yeah, I will do. Uh, who would win in a fight between Abraham Lincoln and Robin Hood? Um, Robin Hood. I mean, when I'm picturing Robin Hood, I'm picturing the animated fox. Well, obviously, the only Robin Hood. Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm rooting for him the whole way. I think he's a badass. Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah, I'll make, I'll make you right there. I'll, I'll give you that one. Not that there was any, uh, not that there's a wrong answer in that. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Thanks for giving uh, it to me. Do you typically follow your head or your heart? Oi, good question. Heart. Mm. Yeah. I think so. Fair enough. Yeah. It's not Fair always enough. right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. The head's not always right either, though, is it? So it's... No, it's true, yeah. <laughs> Can't trust either of them. No. Hmm. Both of them uh, are bastards. <laughs> What uh, what invention would you like uh, to be able to make to make your life easier? You know, I was thinking about this the other day, and there was something. Oh, there was something because, like, I, I yeah, I don't know about you, but like, I I think about this like all the time. You know, whenever there's something that hasn't been invented yet, and you're like, why is this not a thing? Like, why is this not a thing yet? Um, oh, shit, I'm not going to be able to remember it, am I? I don't know. I mean, one thing that comes to mind is it's already an invention, but I'm like, I'm going to make a petition that every toilet in the UK has a built-in, like, uh, yeah. Water, yeah, like in Japan. Because yeah. it's game changer, and I don't know why we don't all have one. And I looked them up the other day. You know, you can get those, um, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, this is yeah i can't really called but they're like ones you can like put into your toilet mm. and then they, like, you plug them in um, i i'd never used one before and then at the weekend i went to the what's the big pointy building in london shard? the shard i went shard? to the shard yeah <laughs> and i was like i need i needed just to do the big boy toilet and i sat down and the seat was heated and then i did my business and then i looked around and there was no toilet roll and i was like oh i've massive schoolboy error and then i saw these <laughs> buttons and i was like well i was in there a good 20 minutes getting cleaned up i didn't yeah. need i didn't need that much time but it's it, but uh, you feel so clean afterwards like you feel like it's a game changer it, it is the best i mean i when when i got back i said i said to the missus i said i'm sorry i was a long time but i've just had one of the most pleasurable experiences in the toilet i've ever had and um she was like it's got the B day, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it was it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. So I, I'm going to get one for home for sure, for sure. Yeah, they're quite spenny, but I think it's a good investment. I mean, I think it is. I did a tour in Japan a few years ago, and obviously they just have them everywhere. Like any like standard public toilet, it's mad, has, isn't like it? you know, like the dial where you can like have like pulse, you can change the temperature of the water, and then oh, coming amazing. home was like the saddest thing about coming home was just not having those mm. no i'm i'm 100% with you on that 100% good man fair enough <laughs> um what is top of your bucket list just in life in general yeah 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 top of my bucket list is to get back on tour it's got nothing to do with the sock company. I still want to do the sock company. No, no, this is about you, mate. This is about you. The the yeah, at the moment anyway, it's to yeah, get back doing doing shows and like traveling about and I'd like to just get to a point where I'm able to live and just do like creative stuff for myself you know like do the sock company be able to go on tour and do that and just not constantly feel like you're cramming every minute to work purely just to you know make rent but to get to a point where i can just yeah do more touring do more creative stuff 
that's it for now anyway. Might change in a couple of weeks. Yeah, nice. Nice. Awesome. Um, uh, you magically receive a million pounds. You have to spend it within 24 hours. What are you going to do with it? Oh, I'm buying a house. It's a boring answer. It's yeah, totally a boring answer. No, I'm a... But if you saw my little one-bedroom flat in Brighton and a million how... pound in Brighton to get you a parking space, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. I'd probably get a two-bedroom flat. Um, beach hut if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. I could probably get like five beach huts and then just like knock them all down in the middle and live <laughs> on the seafront, and then. That's what I'd do. And then I'd spend the rest of the money just heating it and then live happily on the beach. Fair enough. Fair That's enough. a wise um, choice. Uh, da, 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 da. What skill would you like to master? Mm. Um, skill would I like to master? Um... I wish I could sing. That would be cool. After years of having to be the drummer, I sat at the back. I wish I could like. You're actually the second drummer we've had on the pod this season. Oh really? Who was the first? Yeah. As uh, who was on the was he episode one or two, Pav? Was he episode oh, one? Oh, Sai. Sai, yeah, he's in yeah, the, episode uh, one, yeah. Band called Junior. Okay. Um, and they yeah they tour very regularly and done. South America, America, Europe, all that sort of thing. Oh, sick. Um, Where are they from? Uh, they're from Wales. I think. Cardiff way, isn't they? Cardiff, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Junior. Mm. Yeah, nice band. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sort of like, um, I think he was saying their influences are like the Wonder Years and stuff like very like pop punky sort of thing. Okay. I'll yeah. check them out. Cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I had them on because they've got, they got a really cool brand where they, um, for mental health things, they, have like a shop and everyone's welcoming and things like that and it's, cool. yeah they got they got a cool setup oh nice yeah right. head, oh, heads, heads above the waves is the, is the the brand's cool that rings a um, bell actually i'm gonna i'm gonna actually change the question i normally ask next we've got we've got four more questions for you quick ones and then we'll okay. let you get off um so if if given the opportunity you could take over any other brand in the world what would it be hard question um, i know which one you wouldn't want to be at the moment that's balenciaga yeah i mean there's a lot that it wouldn't that i wouldn't want to do um if i could take over any brand um i'd take over downcast and then make a load of money <laughs> <laughs> live on a, live on the beach finally live my dream uh, <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> Darcy. i'm nowhere near to that you'd be very disappointed <laughs> <laughs> um can you recommend any other brands that you'd like to see on the pod any brands you're friendly with oh, no, you mentioned one earlier i think was it um Overgrown. Overgrown. yeah my mate ollie um he's great he's a lovely boy he uh we met a long time ago um he was playing in a band at the time then we were doing shows together and he lives in brighton as well and he does a really cool clothing company that do really cool stuff so they do. if he's about they do. i recommend getting him on board 
Um, yeah, that's probably it off the top of my head. Cool. Nice. Awesome. Um, where can people find you? On the social medias. I'm on Instagram at 30 socks. And yeah, we've got Facebook as well, but I need to delete it because I never use it. Um, Facebook is dead. <laughs> yeah. And I don't use Twitter either. I couldn't be asked of it. No. Too many things. So I just do I just do Instagram. I wish there was one um, place that could do all of the social media things in one so you could just post it one and it just and it just did it. I mean that must be a thing, right? If it's not, yeah, then so you have like scheduling apps and stuff like, like that. The meta the meta suite is one of those things, but then you don't have to go in and check it all. It's not yet. Uh, what's your what's your website? Uh, it's just sayitysocks.com. Awesome. Excellent. Take it away, Fab. Last question. Yeah, what's the mean- me. What is the meaning of life? <laughs> the easy one, then. Yeah, we'll always save the easy one for the end. Right, you've um, got two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> I don't think there is one. And if there is, there might. I mean, I haven't worked it out. If you guys know what it is, then let me know. But um, I don't think there is one. I think you've got to make of it what you want. And I think for me, if I had to have some sort of thing that I would live by, it's just try and do good things, be a good person, be good to people have a good time doing it nice. that'll be it good awesome. vibes i'm no not, more wiser um, than that i'm afraid no i don't not, think um, you get a wiser answer than that to be honest with you. i think that's very good yeah yeah i did too not uh live laugh love then i mean i basically said that but in a roundabout way <laughs> <laughs> literally that is what i said <laughs> oh awesome um thank you so much for coming on and chatting to us mate yeah um, thank you for having us it's nice to uh well met you before but meet you well pav meet you yeah virtually yeah chat. <laughs> yeah nice having a good chat sorry about all the stupid shit i say it's just a, my life it's just the way i <laughs> never apologize I've, I've got, i'm used to it i'll just zone it out now i've got a very <laughs> peculiar way of saying things on, on one so episode good. i randomly started talking about dolphin foreskins um <laughs> uh, so talk, talking about your collection yeah it was <laughs> Is that the next venture? Is it? That's yeah, I didn't. I didn't, gonna... I didn't do it on poor voice. We. Nice. <laughs> I'm pleased with that. Nice. Oh, I thought we'd got through an episode without one of your shit jokes. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. Almost. Uh, the last oh. one was with uh, with Fletcher from Fixative, and he, he's uh, he's working part time as a um, as a tree surgeon. What was it you said? Oh, so he's branching you're, you're, out. You're... Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Well, I appreciate a good dad joke. I like a good yeah. dad joke. They're the best. No, they don't harm anyone. Exactly. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, um, though, um, thank you for uh, thank you for coming on. What a good chat. And it's all good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, really appreciate it. Have a great Christmas and New Year's. And yeah, um, you both too. Never yeah, wish no, you I wish you a prosperous 2023. Yeah, well, hopefully I'll see you both at some point. Yeah, you should you know, come up months. to printwear and promotion because there's there's people that do socks and stuff up there. Oh, really? In whereabouts? February, yeah. Whereabouts is that? Uh, the Birmingham at the NEC. Oh, okay. 
What's it called? Printware and promotion. Printware and promotion. Okay, I'll check that out. Yeah, it's Sounds all good. people that specialise in garment decoration, basically. So there were sock people oh, cool. there. Yeah, I don't do any of that sort of stuff. I should. So no. um, yeah, I'll, I'll make a conscious effort to sort of get into that and be good I'll to see you there. Yeah, it'd be nice. Go for a beer or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Cheers, guys. Excellent. Lovely. All the best. You have yeah, a good one. Have a good one. Cheers, Luke. Thanks so much. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.